Hi, this is Aviva Richmond from Hadar offering some thoughts on Parshat Chaye Sara. Embracing an Overlooked Patriarch. When we reflect on our lineage, who comes to mind? Often, lineage focuses on biological family ties. This is certainly true when we think of the patriarchal triad, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. But family has always been more complex, as we know from the Torah itself. We are blessed to live in a contemporary moment when we are striving to be more aware of and honor broader definitions of family. Some of the people who play the role of family to ground us and shape us may not be part of our immediate family at all. In this week's Parsha, we come to know the servant of Avraham, who accepts the task of finding Yitzchak a wife. Rather than viewing him as a mere messenger who carries out Avram's bidding, a closer look reveals that this servant is a crucial part of our lineage, even as he is peripheral to the bloodline of the patriarchs. Midrash relates that Avram's servant, identified as Eliezer, actively chose to serve Avraham as opposed to anyone else. He valued Avram's path and came to embody his ways. Avram trusted him to make any decision because Eliezer had cultivated the same virtue as Avraham to be, quote, in control over his passions, Sholet Beitzro. Eliezer's embodiment of Avraham's legacy is so powerful that according to one tradition, his face looked exactly like Avraham's. Midrash says the same thing about Yitzchak, to counter any possible doubt about his biological paternity. Molding Eliezer's face like Avraham's and like Avram's biological son, this teaching concretely embraces Eliezer as part of the family, based not on blood, but on deed. As someone who chose to carry on Avram's legacy, Eliezer may have actually done so more successfully than Yitzchak. Midrash turns to an unrelated verse about a servant found in the book of Proverbs as a key to understanding the complex relationship between Eliezer and Yitzchak. Eved maskil yimshol beven mevish, uvetoch achim yachalok nachala. A capable servant will dominate an incompetent son and share the inheritance with the brothers. At first, this seems to suggest that Eliezer was more competent than Yitzchak. But the Midrash pushes back against this connotation, Rereading the word for incompetent as to put to shame, mevayesh, it teaches that Yitzchak's willingness to sacrifice himself put everyone else to shame. Yet, a Hasidic interpretation of this midrash resurfaces Eliezer's superiority. Rabbi Yehuda Leib Alter, known by his commentary as the Sfat Emet, explains that Yitzchak veered from Avraham's path of chesed, overflowing loving kindness, and followed a different path of givura, restraint, and discipline. Eliezer, on the other hand, remained steadfastly in Avraham's path of chesed. He singled out kindness as the formative attribute for Yitzchak's future wife, to give water to all the camels, in order to ensure the continuation of Avraham's legacy. Svedemet says, that is why it says, 
he will dominate an incompetent son in Proverbs. Through his deeds, he tempered the attribute of Yitzchak against his will. It is only thanks to Eliezer and how he influenced our ancestral line that Avram's legacy continued. We see here the important role of a figure on the periphery of the patriarchal lineage. Our lineage depends on Eliezer by ethos, if not by blood. The Sfatimet goes further in honoring the important role of this servant's contribution to our own inheritance. He reads the last phrase in Proverbs as, he will distribute inheritance among the brothers, instead of he will share the inheritance of the brothers, focusing not on what he takes, but what he gives. Uvetoch achim yachalok, or yechalek, ki ma'asav tova licha Yisrael and distribute inheritance among the brothers, because in his deeds there was goodness for all of the people of Israel. The embrace of Eliezer as part of the fabric of the family isn't just about inviting him in to benefit from chosen family. He also contributes to chosen family in a formative way. The Sfat Emet treats Eliezer as a kind of ancestor in his own right, who played an important role in bequeathing us our legacy. Eliezer may be an even more accessible and relevant religious role model for us than Avraham. Avraham's relationship with God was sui generis, while Eliezer learns about God secondhand, like we do. Avraham speaks with God in conversation directly, while Eliezer prays indirectly to, quote, the God of Avraham, like we do. Also, even as Eliezer has the instinct to pray to God, he is a skeptical realist. When Avram reassures him that there will be a divine angel helping him on his mission to find a wife for Yitzchak, Eliezer assumes things might not go according to plan and asks what to do if the maiden does not consent to leave home. Even though Eliezer believes in God, he doesn't rely on divine intervention when he is foreseeing what will occur. While we think of Avram as the pioneer of our religion, we do well to acknowledge the ways Eliezer carved out the contours of a more indirect and down-to-earth religious path, perhaps more like our own. These teachings about Avraham's servant invite us into a more expansive understanding of what lineage looks like. Remarkably, each time we recite the opening blessing of the Amida, where mentioning the names of our biblical forebears might reinforce a narrow sense of lineage, we should be aware that we are actually following in the footsteps of Eliezer, the first one who taught us to pray to the God of Abraham. Invoking words first spoken by Eliezer, we remind ourselves each day to appreciate the fullness of our lineage, and bring honor to those who have contributed to all that we each inherit. It is our duty as individuals, as communities, and as a broader society to notice and honor those who might otherwise remain on the margins when we tell and retell the stories that shape us. Shabbat Shalom. We'll close with a melody by Rabbi Menachem Goldberger related to Chesed, Mechalkel Chaim. Mechalkel 
me 